0: <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is this this is the young god hey everyone thank you thank you thank you for tuning in to another episode of the young god a podcast for gods i'm your host rodney omarca chair we're in the month of may and corona is still doing the fucking most but as bad as the coronavirus is, I'm gonna tell you what's worse. Those people on social media who are telling us it's okay to not achieve any level of growth during this period, that it's okay to take it easy and coast and just make it through this period in the name of anxiety and self care. One post in particular had me shook recently. It said, You don't have to use this time to improve yourself. This was on Instagram by at Feminist. Now, I want you, the listener, to take a moment and notice the trend. At first they said, you don't have to be productive during this period because it's a pandemic, not a productivity contest. Now they've taken the message to another level of mediocrity, talking about you don't have to improve on any level. <sighs> first of all, regardless of the situation, you should always be aiming at constant improvement. That's like a no-brainer. But just as corona is working hard out here, the devil is working way harder, trying to make you take the easy way out. And people are none the wiser. For your own good, go in the opposite direction. You will thank me later. Whether you're voluntarily self-isolating or you're under government-mandated lockdown somewhere in the world, I still maintain that this could be a period of Unbridled personal growth, if your mind is right, and I'm here to water your garden if you will let me. As you may have noticed, this episode has something to do with dragons. No, this has nothing to do with Game of Thrones, Targaryens, or Khaleesi. I'm referring to those dragons that reside within us and oftentimes around us, tormenting us mentally, emotionally, and bringing chaos into our lives. This period in time is the perfect opportunity. To identify and confront those dragons you've been too scared to face. My goal with this episode is to show you how to make like the Night King and shoot them down with your eyes spears of truth. Unlike the Night King, I won't miss. I can't talk about dragons without sprinkling some GOT in there somewhere, to be honest. I just had to do it. I just had to. Hear that? That's a motherfucking dragon in your ear, fam. Oh, and before we begin, quick question. What do we, dragon, and I have in common? As in me, Rodney, and a dragon. What do we have in common? We both spit hot fire. (laughs) Yes, alright, let's start the show. Let go. Coming I am fire. I am death. a dragon is a large serpentine legendary creature that appears in the folklore of many cultures around the world. Beliefs about dragons vary drastically by region, but Of course, I'm not going to give you a history lesson about dragons. I had you there, didn't I? If you've seen The Hobbit, Harry Potter, How to Train a Dragon, or most recently, Game of Thrones, you must be familiar with those fire-breathing monstrosities. Fast forward to the main point, though. In all the stories we've read and movies we've watched, the dragon is this terrible thing, this predatory creature that lives forever and is very very wise and it'll kill you, roast you in hot fire if you happen to get too close. It also hoards gold or in some cases, a virgin princess. The dragon in these stories symbolize that which we fear the most. Problems in our lives, reality in general, while the gold or princess symbolizes that which you desire the most, or what you need to grow to be the best version of yourself. A god, in this case. It is the reward you get for slaying the dragon, basically. All of life is about being your own knight in shining armor, confronting the different dragons that pop up in your life, and slaying them in order to grow and attain fulfillment, peace, and happiness. If you avoid dragons, they will grow bigger and bigger, and eventually, They'll find you and swallow you up. The painfully obvious truth is that going on this quest to slay the dragons in your life is incredibly dangerous and will likely push you to the limit. That's the part we fear, really. But the irony is, if it didn't push you to the limit, you wouldn't gain anything from it. You don't get the gold without the dragon. Because the dragon is scary and life threatening, most people would rather pretend it doesn't exist. You know. Let sleeping dragons lie and whatnot. But that brings with it its own problems. There's this story that I really like. It's called There's No Such Thing as a Dragon by Jack Kent. It's a very simple tale, at least on the surface. Here goes it's about a small boy, Billy Bixby, who wakes up one morning to see a dragon sitting on his bed. It's about the size of a house cat and it's pretty friendly. He goes downstairs for breakfast and tells his mother about it, but she tells him there's no such thing as a dragon. So it starts to grow. It eats all of Billy's pancakes and soon it fills the whole house. While the mom is trying to do chores, she has to go in and out of the house through the windows because the dragon is everywhere and it takes her forever. Then the dragon grows so big with its head sticking out the door and still sticking out the back door and it runs off with the house Billy's dad comes home from work and there's just an empty space where his house used to be the mailman tells him where his house went so he chases after it climbs up the dragon's head and neck which is now spread out in the street and he's able to rejoin his wife and son mom is still insisting that the dragon does not exist but Billy has had it up to here by now and is like There is a dragon, Mom. We're literally on top of it right now. Instantly, the dragon begins to shrink. Soon, it's back to being the size of a cat again. Everyone, including Mom, now agrees that the dragon does exist. And Mom, who is now aware of her mistakes, shyly asks, why did it have to get so big? And Billy gave us the line of the entire book, which is the moral of the story. Billy says, Maybe it just wanted to be noticed. How many problems would we avoid if we simply noticed? Paid attention. You know, children's books usually have a lot of hidden gems too deep for even the children themselves to grasp. But this takes the cake for me because this is the moral of many, many stories in our lives. We tend to sweep things under the carpet where the dragon feasts and fattens itself. We ignore dragons because moment by moment, it's easier to keep the peace than face them. Meanwhile, the dragon grows until one day, it ambushes us in a form we can't ignore. Or it runs off with your house. (laughs) Basically, we ignore problems until they become the worst version of the problem, instead of the relatively less harmful version it was in the beginning. Imagine having to deal with a hundred, unresolved issues all at once, when we could have dealt with them when they were just bite-sized individual issues. Apply the moral of this story to anything, whether personal or public, and you will see the patterns. For example, on a global scale, coronavirus is the dragon that has brought death, chaos and uncertainty into our lives at this moment. And this giant dragon has unleashed other little dragons that we can no longer ignore. It has shown the flaws in our current way of life that we have failed to address all this time, both as a global community and as individuals. Remember, Bill Gates warned us about this dragon five years ago. And it's funny how Bill shares the same name as the main character in the story I just told you. Billy and Bills have been warning us about dragons for a while now and we ignored it. Now the dragon has burst forth in a form that is taking the lives of people by the thousands every day So don't listen to anyone who will stylishly tell you, persuade you to feed your fear and anxiety at this moment in time. Trying to get you to turn away and pretend that a dragon isn't currently loose in our lives in hopes it will disappear and things will return to normal. There's no such thing as going back to normal. We're all paying the price for not preparing adequately, for not addressing this dragon in the first place. Normal is only possible after we slay the dragon through Acknowledgement and action. Don't ever underestimate the destructive power of sense of omission. Cause it's not always the things you do that get you in trouble. It's more often the things you neglected to do that cause the most pain and suffering. I want you to think about the dragons in your life right now. Think long and hard about those conversations you've been avoiding. Those sources of anxiety you've convinced yourself are bearable. In the thick of all of that is where your gold is. Because in this life, what you most want to find will be found where you least want to look. Let that sink in. Who's there? It's me, the sink. What you most want to find will be found where you least want to look. You can see the same process play out in the story of Jonah and the whale. Basically, God tells Jonah, who's a prophet, that he has to go to this city and tell them off for turning away from God. But Jonah is like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to that city to tell them, Jack, because they're going to kill me. I can't just show up and threaten them with God's wrath. Who the fuck am I? Miss me with that, Lord. I can't come and kill myself. Then Jonah hops on a boat to leave the city and avoid the mission altogether. But then God causes this huge storm to attack the boat, which forces Jonah to admit to the crew that God is punishing all of them because he turned away from the instructions of God himself. Upon realizing this, the crew immediately throw him overboard, and voila, the storm passes, calm is restored. But then a whale comes out of nowhere swallows Jonah and dives to the bottom of the ocean. After three days, the whale throws him up on dry land and by that time, he's been able to think and learn his lesson. So he goes off to carry out his destiny, his God-given mission, to face his fear and all is well from that point on. The lesson here is, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, things get complicated and unnecessarily difficult for everyone involved. Not just you. And you will be in this terrible place until you learn your lesson and fix up your life. That's right, I said it. I said it. It had to be said. Somebody got to say it. If your life is not going well, maybe you have some mental, emotional issue. Or you're just not feeling motivated in general. It means there's a dragon you're avoiding and you should probably take it seriously. Think it through. Sort through the mess and then go face it. Slay the dragon, get the gold. Because, again, what you most want to find will be found where you least want to look. How dope has the show been so far? For real. If you're enjoying this podcast, do support by following on IG at The Young God Pod and Twitter at I Am the Young God. exclusive content and updates feel free to slide in my dms and let me know what you're feeling what your listening experience is like and whatever else might be on your mind I'm here for it and by the way do subscribe and tell a friend repetition is the father of learning I must say one more time what you most want to find will be found where you least want to look Think about it. As for me, I always slay. I try to think of things I might be avoiding, the things that scare me, the things that give me anxiety, and just go in that exact direction. Anytime I'm not feeling myself, the first thing I do is think about what I'm not doing or what I should be doing. Once I figure it out, I slay. I'm the hero in my story, I am my knight in shining armor and I have made it a habit to try to address dragons as soon as they arise. Are you gonna slay it? First off, I always slay it, queen. Secondly, yes. Yes, that's that energy right there. I always slay it. Always. I think the fact that I play video games has also helped because I'm familiar with the concept of defeating the main enemy in the game to get all kinds of rewards that equip my character to take on stronger enemies as the game gets progressively more difficult. And the same applies in real life. Life only gets more difficult the older you get. So when you face your fears, you get rewarded with the experience, the lessons, and all other kinds of ways that help you get better with time. Aging like fine wine. When you confront your dragons, your confidence grows. Your power grows. It's the law of the universe. It's the lesson in every story. From the Bible to Disney movies. I know that ours is a culture that encourages people to avoid the things that are strange, hard and difficult. We are always told or telling ourselves to avoid toxic people instead of being more understanding. We are told that it's okay to be scared and tired instead of being brave and determined. We are told that we should quit the moment things get hard or uncomfortable instead of working through our shortcomings. But the only way people, the only way to slay a dragon is to address it. Acknowledge it, shine a line on it by saying what you need to say as clearly and as precisely as possible. Let's take a moment to pause and breathe. Relieve the tension. Whatever you're doing, close your eyes. Take a deep breath. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. One more time. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Let's resume. Ask for what you need, demand it, let it be known. You get no points for downplaying your needs for the sake of peace or to prove that you're a good person. You're not a saint fam, you're a coward. People talk about how they don't like confrontation as if it somehow makes them a good person. It doesn't. That attitude will limit you if you let it. Always try to have forthright conversations about the things that bother you, whether it's with yourself or with whoever, cause the negative feelings you avoid in the moment will only magnify in the future. Talk to the people who matter and it's usually a parent, a sibling, a spouse or even your boss. Those are usually where most dragons can be found. Don't tell yourself, oh, I can put up with it, oh, for the sake of peace. Fuck that shit. Gather the strength to have a conversation about what is not right. And don't let them say it's not that important or it's not a big deal or any other evasive response. Insist on the conversation no matter what. But you see, the thing is, dealing with your personal dragons is a bit trickier because it's you versus you. The same theory still applies. To be a better person, you have to be able to face your flaws and assumptions and challenge them. It is an extremely difficult process but once you get through it, all the dragons out in the world become a piece of cake. The more dragons you slay, the better you become at it. On a final note, the bearable truth is, we all have dragons. Eventually, you will slay it or train it or get devoured by it, if you train it, You can own it and do anything you want with it. If you slay it, you get a new dragon to replace it. It could be a worse or better dragon, depends. And whether a dragon is good or bad depends on the manner in which you approach it. Because the reality is that dragons approached while small are positive as illustrated in the story I told earlier. And that's the moral of this episode. That's the tea. Stop avoiding the things that you shouldn't avoid so that They don't grow and magnify beyond your capacity to deal with them now for the terrible truth about dragons all you must do to ensure it destroys you is to do nothing don't notice don't act don't discuss don't consider don't work for peace and happiness don't take responsibility just tell yourself it's a pandemic not a productivity contest and that dragon will surely rise and devour you. That's what we're all suffering through right now, with the coronavirus and its triple effects. And still, there are people out there who will have you continue ignoring the dragons in your life as if it was not this exact behavior that got us here in the first place. Don't forget to reach out via IG at TheYoungGodPod or Twitter at IamTheYoungGod. I'd love to hear from you or you can leave a voice message via the link in the description of this episode. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear about your dragons and how you're trying to slay them. And one last thing. Don't just be a slay queen on the ground. Slay dragons in your life too. This is the young